It's May 21st, 2017. Obama has still not commented on his illegal wiretapping of the president. Susan Rice has still not been questioned about her involvement with it. And Bill Clinton is still a rapist. This is the Make America Great Again podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Robinson. First, let's start with the story about Brittany Venti. Venti, not the size at Starbucks, but an actual last name. Uh, she is, quote, a conservative journalist, or as some of us may know her, an internet troll for 4chan and Twitch streaming uh, website. Anyways, she was arrested today by the NYPD after getting beaten with a stick by Antifa. That's right. She didn't hit anyone. She just, she was, I'm sure, being a troll, antagonizing them with words and sticking a camera in their face. And so they decided to start beating her. And as she ran away, the police arrested her. So that's great. Now, obviously, it was a, uh, what are they called, community liaison officer guy. He he arrested her and put her in uh, protective custody, you know, pretty much just to keep her from getting beaten more, just to prevent further violence. But he only did that because there was a bunch of white shirts, which are the NYPD brass, you know, the people in charge standing around this protest uh, overseeing the activities. So... The guy, I'm sure, didn't want to have to arrest the person getting attacked. But that's how it goes because you either have to attack, you either have to arrest her and put her in, quote, protective custody, excuse me, or you have to uh, arrest several Antifa who were probably chasing and attacking her. And then you'll have a whole mob of Antifa trying to get you and scream at you to stop arresting. The other people, because they didn't do anything, even though they did, and it just becomes a big thing. So instead, they just remove the one person that's the problem and causing the mass group of people to be angry and violent. I'm not saying it's the best way to handle the situation at all. It's actually probably the worst, especially in this instance. But the guy probably didn't really have a choice. It's probably He was just probably following orders. I'm sure he really didn't want to have to arrest a victim of a violent attack. But what do you do? And what do you expect with a guy like Bill de Blasio being the mayor of New York City? And I know the NYPD and Bill doesn't, they don't really get along. But the fact is that if he was a mayor worth a shit, then he might be able to influence the NYPD to, I don't know, uh, do something about Antifa instead of helping them. But instead he got Bill de Blasio calling for more protests and 100 days more of resistance against uh, Trump and this whole administration, you know, because he's like a real liberal Democrat, you know? He's as corrupt as they come. Uh, His campaign donors are a bunch of real estate moguls, and his two major issues that he's, you know, going for as mayor are 
ending horse-drawn carriages so the stables can be uh, converted to you know high-rise you know high-end apartments that of course his donors own you know and own the property around and then a light rail also uh, connecting Queens and Brooklyn and I guess guess who owns the property that the light rail would be running uh, through and stopping at oh yeah his donors his campaign donors so he's really great at trying to get the people that got elected rich like most corrupt politicians are but that's about it so next we have an attack at the University of Austin or uh, UT Austin um, this this kid named Kendricks J. White a member of the Revolutionary Student Front he stabbed some fellow students uh, the, the schools asked students not to wear Greek t-shirts or fraternity logos on anything for a couple of days since all the victims appear to be in a fraternity and this appears to be fraternity related uh, and th- this is because long story short there's this group you know called the student revolutionary student front and they've been vandalizing anonymously that you know they they specifically haven't taken responsibility for it instead they go under a different name to take responsibility for it called the vandals of ut austin uh, but point is it's a it's a group that is promoting violence and vandalism against these fraternities and sororities because apparently fraternities and sororities promote you know white people and trump people and you know they're rapists and all that you know jazz all that feminism social justice warrior anti-fraternity because they're all white men type shit um so this guy was a member of that you know let's let's just let's just call it the local austin antifa because i mean that's what it is if there's like a more antifa group than this one let me know I don't think there is, though. I think this would... I think we could just consider this the Austin Antifa. Okay? Um, so, again, Kendrick's J. White, the black kid, which is kind of weird, but, I mean, just... A lot of Antifa tends to be white people, but especially the leaders. But I guess as, as a group, you know, you have plenty of different colors and races. So, anyways... He started his rampage by slamming a knife down into a picnic table. A bunch of students were eating like tacos and stuff off this food truck about 20 feet away. And there's a nice long picnic table. And this guy came up and, you know, like jammed the knife into the picnic table, all like freakishly scary, and then stared them all down for a minute. Didn't say anything. And then he ripped the knife out of the table, turned around and slashed a guy right in the back of the neck. And then stabbed another guy right, and uh, also in the back, uh, in the kidney area. And you know, at this point, all the people at the table and all the people around like ran, screaming because uh, there was a crazy guy stabbing people. Um, so that's fun. And then he proceeded to go find another victim outside of uh, this this house, uh, Greg House. I don't know what what that is, but I'm sure it's some some building on the UT campus and he stabbed a guy right in the chest in front of another guy. And so then that guy ran into the house to go get his concealed, uh, you know, carry gun that he has. 
and went and found the guy. And before he found him, I think the guy slashed a, a fourth victim. Now, the guy that he stabbed in the chest, his third guy, the one that the gun holder went and witnessed, he actually died. The other three victims apparently are you know, going to survive. But So when he stabbed the one guy in the, in, right in the chest and killed him, the guy went and grabbed his gun and went and chased this guy down and kind of held him at bay till the police arrived and uh, arrested him. But it, it's just crazy that this guy, it, it's official now, Antifa has killed. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. Antifa has taken a life. How else do you... I mean, you have this group that is going around vandalizing fraternity houses and promoting hate against white people and fraternities and the administration. And, well, they actually have anonymously claimed... Um, well, not not for the stabbings, but for in the last few weeks, all the vandalisms at the fraternity houses. You know, they're like spray paint racist on the houses and shit like that. And they're actually promoting it. Like they want more people to join them and do it. And uh, the, the end of their statement that they released anonymously online says, To the fraternities and university, prepare yourselves. We are at your gates. Your walls will fail. Sorry, your walls will fall and you will be sacked. And, that, and it says, quote, the, you know, from the vandals of UT Austin. Now, if I remember correctly, being sacked usually means, like, if you're talking medieval terms, you know, that's when you take a city and, like, kill everyone and burn it to the ground. That's like, you know, take no prisoners. That's what sacked means. So... That's what they're. I mean, that's what they're promoting online. Is like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna like invade you and and take you all out, kill you all, get rid of you, one way or another. You're you're gone. I mean, they're calling for this violence, and I mean that's what you get when you call for violence. You get violence. I I can't wait for them to all act surprised if the media even reports on this. You know, I I'm I did watch some news tonight just to see if anyone would talk about it. And I mean, I, I turned on Fox. I even, I even watched Lou Dobbs. And he went, like, at the top of the hour, within the first five minutes, he commented on a whole bunch of other murders that happened today. But he didn't talk about the UT Austin one. It's kind of weird. So he, talk, he talked about the, the shooting that happened in Dallas. He talked about, like, some people dying in Chicago or something. You know, he talked, he literally, in, like, 30 seconds, he went over real quick, like, four or five different, you know, bang, bang, like, murders and stuff that's happened today. Didn't talk about the Antifa one, though. Didn't talk about the one that happened on a college campus. It's kind of weird. And if and if Lou Dobbs on Fox Business isn't going to talk about it, what the fuck luck do we have of anyone else on mainstream media talking about it? I mean, he's about as based as they come when it comes to, like, not caring and talking about, like, real shit. And, I, I mean, I'll just I'll be surprised if this makes the news at all. But, I mean, that's how it goes, you know? And you have people like The Daily Texan promoting this idea of committing vandalism, and it's like an online newspaper. you know. And, I mean, they wrote a whole article, like, being like, yay, we, we love the fact that these guys are vandalizing fraternities and, like, turning up the heat on these rapist white men. <sighs> it's people like that that are going to lead to... Now, how many how many more stabbings need to take place before... 
we shut this shit down. How, how many more? Here's one. I mean, this guy was in an Antifa group, targeted white fraternity members. Actually, I take that back. I think there was one Asian guy, but still, fraternity guys. He was looking for people wearing Greek letters. And, I mean, that's that's it. He was, he. this is like a fucking hate crime. But they're not going to report it as that. What, what's it going to take? What's it going to take? Anyways. In France, Le Pen. It's down to Le Pen and Macron. They're going to go head-to-head next week. I'm not sure what you know about Macron. Macron, Macron, whatever. Not going to be president of fucking France. That's his name. Anyways, his wife, 24 years older than him. They met when he was 15 and she was his school teacher. No joke. And I mean, they started dating when he was 15. They got married when he was like 18. That's 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 going to be the next president of France if Le Pen loses. A dude that married his high school sweetheart, who happened to be his school teacher. So, and they have three grandkids that are about his age, just like literally three years like younger. <laughs> so, um, so like he has three grandchildren one of which is just a couple of years younger than him. Uh, that's that's what kind of a, a cuck this guy is. He also has literally said in the last month or two in presidential debates that France can take in even more Muslim immigrants. No problem. <laughs> uh, I mean, Le Pen's got to win. It's There's no way... For, France actually wants more Muslim immigrants at this point. I mean, come on. And uh, his his wife, you know, the 64-year-old uh, grandma, she posted a poll on Twitter asking who was going to win between the two of them. Big mistake, because Le Pen won. And then she deleted that one and posted a second one, and Le Pen won again, like by like 80 or 90%. Like, And those were like, her Twitter Twitter followers, okay? That wasn't, you know, it wasn't, the Donald didn't get a hold of that. 4chan wasn't weighing the scales. That was literally just French people voting for Le Pen on Macron's wife's page. So, as usual, the polls are skewed. Any of them that say Le Pen's even slightly behind Macron, because that's not the case. That, she's... The only way she's losing is if they take it from her. It's kind of just like the way Trump was. The only way Trump was losing is if they stole it. And the only way Le Pen is going to lose is if they steal it from her. She's got this shit in the bag. The GOP decided to completely betray their voting base and ignore most of President Trump's cuts to the budget. So that's no good. Like the uh, the endowment for the arts and the NPR budget cuts, nope. Um, the Planned Parenthood defunding, nope. Uh, 
they did increase military spending and gave an extra $1.5 billion to border security just for, like, additional jail housing. But they refused to fund the border wall. And that's kind of what Trump ran on was building a border wall. So, you know, they're going to try to, like, this was the whole um, government shutdown bullshit that they pull every year. The difference was, okay, see, I, I know you know like what I'm talking about because they make a big deal of this like every four years at the very least. Like, oh, the government's going to shut down if we don't do the budget, blah, 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 blah. Well, okay, first of all, the government's not going to actually shut down. It doesn't like it, this is all a big pile of bullshit that they put on us, okay? But, you see, normally they can get away with it because it'd be like, oh, we have to, like, uh, you know, come to a consensus between the Democrats and us because, you know, otherwise the government will shut down. Well, this time we don't. We have a Republican president. We have a Republican Congress. Republican. We have a Republican everything. We got a Republican Supreme Court even, okay? Like, I'm pretty sure we could do whatever fucking budget we want right now as, as the Republican Party. But no. Nope. Now, they're going to, like, give it away to the Democrats and betray their fucking voter base so that, so that what? They can, like, run on trying to fund the border wall in 2018? I mean, that's what's going to happen. Like, because this, this is supposed to make the government run until, like, say, September, and then September will come up, and then it'll be too close to 2018 when they have to run, so they can't do anything risky then, and then 2018 will come, and hopefully we vote them all out of their fucking seats. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, okay, I need everyone that listens to this, go fill out some paperwork and file to run for governor, senate, congressional, anything. Just just file to run. And put your party as independent or MAGA party or lion party or anything but Democrat or Republican. The point is, like, we need to get some actual real voices running for these seats they can't the GOP they can spend a whole bunch of money defeating like a couple real noisy people they can't they 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 don't have the money to run campaigns against hundreds of people going after all their seats we need to literally take over the Republican Party we need to kick out all these fucking bought and paid for I just, I just, it's ridiculous, okay? With like, I, I'm talking like, I want people with like that run lawn care businesses. Like, cool. Like, yeah, go run for Senate, seriously. And and just like, don't even try to be PC. D- j- d- literally model your campaign after Trump. That's what you need to do. That's what we all need to do. We all need to run as Trump 2.0 uh, political party. Fuck you. We're not being politically correct. This is us. This is what we want. This is what we want to get accomplished. Vote for me. And I bet your ass you get elected over whatever just straight zombie, like, bland uh, politician you're running against. Uh, especially because if we don't get what, what we want this time with Republican everything, what's the point of voting Republican anymore? We might as well form a new party. Let's call it the Trump Party, okay, or the MAGA Party, or something. We we just we, we should give up on trying to vote. I mean, you can still be conservative. You can 
You can be whatever you want. I think that most of the people that voted for Trump agree with most of the stuff he's spewing. And not all of that's conservative shit. Some of it's, you know, fairly uh, libertarian. Some of it's a little liberal, you know. It's, but the point is, it's a good mix. It's the, a mix that got him elected as president against all odds. So why can't we use that uh, to, to make our own government party? Why has no one got on this yet? And what are we doing? Why are we waiting around for the Republicans to get the to get the fucking hint? Because they're never going to get the hint that it's as long as we just keep doing Republican Democrats, and and don't get me wrong, I like I'm libertarian, and I would love for the Libertarian National Party to actually be worth a shit. But I mean, come on, they they put up Gary Johnson and Bill Weld as their candidates, and that couldn't be more white toast and fucking just worst Republican. Who, and they both like were, they they both were pro Hillary. I mean, they both were like, "Well, if you don't vote for us, vote for Hillary." You know what the fuck? I mean, you you just, it was the worst possible choice for the Libertarian Party. They they definitely should have picked the uh, the one cat, Austin, whatever his name is, the thirty year old. <laughs> he could have won, literally, if you if you'd listened to him for more than two minutes talk about anything. He was like Trump. Only 30, okay? Seriously, because he didn't give a shit. He would just say whatever he wanted to. And it was great. But what do you do? And with that, I think I'm done with for the night. Uh, if you liked it, share it, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>